G'day, dear so. Welcome to episode 14. Hey, Wolfster. Um, how are you going? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, good. Um, bit of Davey Reynolds news, surprisingly enough, from my part. Oh, here we go. Did you see that uh, his girlfriend, Tahan, she made the top 10 shootout in the Miss Universe Australia competition? Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. Um, didn't Davey say that uh, she used all of her uh, green rubber to get to the shootout, though? <laughs> if you'd only rang me, I've got heaps of rubber he could give her. This 14th and possibly last edition of the Supercar Insiders Warpster cast, Simona held a croc, DJ hit the podium instead of a rock, Bieber crashing wasn't such a shock, and Cam Waters weekend sucked Yes, welcome to the Warpstercast, the official podcast of the overlord of outdoor advertising, the Warpster. Joining me is the Earl of Email, the podcast DSO, and DSO, the season is looking like a battle for two, but Toyota won Le Mans, so anything's possible. Hi Warpster, afternoon, evening, morning, whatever time you tuned in, in podcast, listening land, yet Toyota won Le Mans, Uh, that was a race of one. Two. One manufacturer. Oh, one manufacturer, true. Yeah, they only had to beat themselves. And and the and the privateer cars. Yeah, the privateers had no chance. All they had Aon to sorry, all they had to do was keep running. Which, like, which 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 for Toyota at Le Mans is actually a bit of a challenge. Well, that's a little bit like Jamie Wincup at Bathurst. Oh, ouch! <laughs> Gone early, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We're only halfway through the season. Well, that's that's all right. Because hang on, hang on, who's that? Yes, the triumphant return. From Coburg City, Victoria, the fabulous sound engineer. Sound engineer, welcome back to the podcast. I'm back. I'm in full glory. Well, hang on. You saw my message last night, Lobster? Yeah. You want to ask him the question? I don't want to embarrass him, you can. Yeah, um, how many episodes of the podcast have you listened to? Listened to or been in? Listen to. <laughs> yeah, that's a very, very... You haven't even listened to the, listened to the ones you've been in. Yeah. I don't need to. I was there for, the, for their inception. Have you listened to very many? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, Bullshit! Alright, you're a young person, you got to keep it real, you got to make it fresh, you got to be hip. Oh, you needed me for that? Yeah. We needed something. Yeah. That's the only reason you're here. No, not at all. Alrighty. Warbster, Darwin. Darwin, this circus took the long, hot drive up north oh, to Darwin. I heard enough of that in the... Oh, Perth, subs- right. yeah, yeah. Subscription. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That everything was about Darwin. It was hot. It was the desert. There was that f- smoke from the fire in the background. That fire's been burning for about 14 years, that one off in the background. Well, it's like a Springfield tyre fire. Uh, hey, that's what it could be. It could mm. be the Hidden Valley tyre fire. Mm. Or Hidden Valley bushfire, because there's mm. always that same smoke in the background. I don't know. Mm. Somebody r- r- write in and tell us what the smoke in the background is at Darwin, please. Mm. 
Could be all the um, tunies being burnt. Oh, they haven't got a tinny. How can they go catching their fish? Good point. Anyway, we're in uh, Darwin, the oasis of warm, when the south of the country is in mid-hypothermia. Yeah, it is a little fresh up here in the hills, uh, mm, Warpster mm, Manor. Warpster, mm. I just don't, I don't know why you need to build your manor on top of a mountain. Well, you know how, like, Mr Burns has the Republican headquarters on the edge of a cliff in mm, The Simpsons? Yes. Yeah, it's a bit like that. Right. You know, that, way, that way you only have to release the hounds on certain parts of the ground. Okay, so, uh, sound engineer, when you head out the back door, watch that last step. Mm. Mm. Alrighty, so um, someone was painting a Dixon mm. and the Touring Car Masters were back with us at Darwin. Yep, so uh, another massive weekend for uh, Stevie J and Sally taking yep. three wins and a second uh, in the final race of four. Mm. Fourth race was won by the bearded Benjamin Button in the Tirana and can I tell you, mm. the bearded Benjamin Button, my God, did he tee off on social media about people running into people. He uh, copped a serve in race two, I think it was. Poor old Bowie did not have a very good weekend at all. It's lucky that uh, he had something to to pep him up for that last race. That's about all I can say. Yep, so uh, Stevie J now leads the championship going to Townsville by 21 points. Mm. The Wilson Security Porsche Carrera Cup Australia. That is a a very long name. Well, Wilson Security owned just about everything, every sponsorship there is. Your old mate Dale. Yeah, he didn't have the wood on everyone. No, he didn't. He actually ended up overall behind his brother. Can I uh, can I give you a snapshot of the weekend? Uh, yes, you can. And uh, big hi to Glenn, by the way. No problems. Yeah, yeah, Glenn's a bit of a listener and follows the pages. Mm-hmm. So, Moff won a race. Yep. Josh had a hunt of a weekend. That was hunt, by the way. Yeah, I said hunt. Dave hit the wall. Good. Uh, Michael Armand went nuts. Good. And John Stephenson still a talentless flog. Um, I know it's a bit early in the show, but no shit, Sherlock. Into the main event. Into the main event. Saturday, it was uh, Boy Central in the top 10 for Saturday qualifying with both Erebuses. Uh, Erebi. Yeah, Erebi. What is the collective down there? It's Erebi. We're saying Erebi? Erebuses. Uh, Betty Mobiles. Betty Mobiles, that'll do. Uh, yeah, Dave was on pole for the first time since New Zealand 2015. And I was a little bit happy. Just a bit, yeah. Yeah. And we're racing. The drag race to one was won by Dave. That was really, really bad English there. Anyway, uh, yeah, Dave won the race to one. uh, Just pipping Rick and uh, Anton into turn one from the inside. Yep, it was willing, but pretty clean. The biggest loser? Probably Dave, actually, because he um, got pipped by uh, Rick and then everyone else just went in after him. Yep. So, locked the wheel hugely into one on the second lap. Yep. Uh, and only just managed to get it back. Uh, Winterbottom did go off there too, but he had help from... Oh, you'll never guess who helped him. The person running last in Rookie of the Year? Yeah, that bloke, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. he, he uh, copped another 15-second penalty, <coughs> um, which is the one category he is winning. Scotty Mack ran wide at 11 and nearly got taken by Rick, yep. who didn't have the last degree of pace but was trying all the same. Nissan certainly risen to the top of Div- Division 2 this year. Interestingly, but well, behind the two main usual suspects in Erebus, but mm. they really quite genuinely are, those two, mm. uh, they are the fourth They are the fourth team. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, on terms of consistency. Wind uh, Cup tried to dive on Anton and gave a massive B-pillar bash trying to address the, uh, on, rest the slide. Sorry. He got into the B-pillar oh, trying to rest the slide. No. Anyway, he lost out on exit and unpacked the old blowtorch until he pitted a lap later behind Rick. Mm. So did he jump Rick? No. Right. Mm. So he Rick didn't get the undercut? 
No. The undercut isn't on. Isn't on? Yeah. Next lap, Anton and Scotty Mack replied. Uh, yeah, Scotty Mack came out with Rick behind him at full pelt and barely survived a dive at one that was totally clean and a great exchange. Well done, lads. That yeah. went from like one to about five or six, I think. Yeah, absolutely. They were right next to each other. So Ludo, for some reason, didn't have his funky yellow glasses. He might have lost them at funky Gaz's disco. Dave was doing so well, uh, the Tahan siding came in on lap 10, which we both thought was a little bit early. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Any sighting of Tahan's a good sighting of Tahan. Yeah, he had, he had a bit of um, PMT there. PMT? Mm. Oh, wait, that means something else, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Not quite sure what you meant there, but let's just... Uh, moving, Prima- right, moving right along. Premature, <laughs> premature Taharning. God, don't you people know any of Right. <laughs> moving right along. Reynolds and SG's... <laughs> and I've got it wrong again, ladies and gentlemen. Reynolds and SVG running close is always tense. Your mate Scaife said... Uh, there is some history between these two. I tell you what, talk about stating the obvious. I uh, looked up stating the obvious on Wikipedia and Mark Scaife's photo was there. Uh, once again, it's a bit early, but no sh- Sherlock. Oh my God. Mm. Uh, let's just say I'm really loving and hating the uh, subscription service. <laughs> so JC ran off at one. Is it falling apart again for him, Warbster? Well, there were glimmers of the old Courtney earlier in the year, but Pie is definitely number one now, and it's just, it's, I just don't know what's happened. I think the Winton sick weekend didn't help him, and it's just, it's all falling apart, I think. Yeah, I'm really not sure. Young, young Macca Jones uh, ran off at one. Hmm. At least it's the only Macca damaging in BJR. Last year it was, uh, it was all four of them when he was having a run. Hmm. He had a really, really big off and bent the car hard in uh, practice yeah, you'd have, you'd have to say as far as the uh, Maccas goes, they weren't loving it. <laughs> oh, you're getting worse. Sound engineer, help me. Help me. Grab your script, help me. <laughs> um, SVG came in on lap 20, separating him from Dave, so everybody breathed a collective sigh of relief. Uh, biggest move of the day came when Wincup dived on Rick, failed and ran wide again. Shane Van Gizel jumped both of his teammates as Lowes was right behind. He then worked Rick for effective second. Dave did the same lap later in a frantic passage of racing. Fresh tyres. Mm. Although it was disturbingly clean given Shane Van Gisbergen was involved. Yeah. Mm. Um, I need you to work on your script. We're talking about diving on Rick and then jumping his teammates. Hmm. Sexual yeah. connotation is a little bit strong there, Warps. Yeah, yeah, okay. Given we've already done the Tahan sighting, uh, there was a dude sighting at Team Betty. No, you're, you're, um, your boy. My boy, <laughs> I tell you what, and didn't the dude and Miss Karina Lee go bananas on Insta and Facebook over the Darwin weekend? I tell they you, did that, that pool guy, uh, he uh, the water was sparkling, that's all I can say. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not following the dude on uh, on Insta or on social media, you really need to get around Paul the Dude Morris. And dude, if you're listening, I did see the reference to picture credit, your hot girlfriend. Yeah, love to have you on board if you if it is you. Yeah, yeah. I think, though, that it seems the, the biggest amount of luggage that won on wasn't Paul Morris's hats. It was Karina's bikinis, because uh, every time I see her, she's in a different one. Yep, absolutely. Well, well they wouldn't weigh too much, because they're not that big. Inexperience and uh, fading tyres forced Anton back into the clutches of the Chinwagon Waters, who appeared to be in a race for once. Poor old Cam. So, Golding goes off at one. Oh, <sighs> Caruso and Tanda went stupidly long, but Tanda started pulling better moves than a funky Gazza. 
uh, on the dance floor. Ninth became fifth very quickly. And it was really surprising. Darwin is one of those tracks that theoretically is uh, is abrasive on tyres because mm. it's a bit of sand about. Everybody who went long in that first race got faster and faster the older the tyres got. And dare I say it, the overcut <laughs> works to advantage. <laughs> You'd have to you'd have to say though that um, GRM's had a fair bit of success running Tanda along in the first stint. Like mm. he just, I mean, at the Grand Prix, for example. Yep. Um, but um, so yeah, ninth became fifth pretty quickly. The Penskys versus the Rollins, part two thousand three hundred and sixty-two, got interrupted by Crazy Dave, who slowly clawed New Zealand's finest back. Uh, yeah, Scotty Mac quietly was walking the race up front while the uh, Gizwagon was closing in on him ever so slightly, but Dave was closing on them both. Yeah, it looks like McCall did get the headsets back to Triple Eight in time, mm. according to the usual inter-team split screen. Well, that's good. That means Uncle Roland wasn't quite as mad. No. Mm. Crompton starts talking about nutrition in the tyre. Now that's what I call a burger. Yeah, do we want to start a pitching a cooking show for him or something? Because well, ready, steady, cook. Yeah, ready. No, no. Hang on. Ready, steady, race. No. no. Ready, set. We go. can workshop this. Yeah. We can yeah. workshop this. <laughs> Nutrition in the tire. See, mm. there was some bit of research came out during the week that kids are attracted to uh, high sugar content cereals mm. with cartoons on them. So. Perhaps we could put Crompton's picture on uh, mm. on some uh, on some Fruit Loops instead of like you know Frosty the Lion, and mm. that had um, that had really scared kids off eating Fruit Loops. <laughs> oh, sorry, no Fruit Loops. We got uh, Sam the Toucan. Yeah, I got yeah. that one wrong. Doesn't matter. You 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 get where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah. Although um, if you if you just, if you just want two cans on it, I'm pretty sure that um, Paul Morris has been taking some pretty good photos <laughs> of them lately. <laughs> Oh, yes. And <laughs> uh, so, cut that. Uh, no, we're not cutting that. <laughs> Coolly and calmly, Scotty Mack clocked, on a, clocked up another win with the least drama of the front runners. Warbster, you reckon he's probably got a fingertip on the championship trophy? I reckon he's got a hand on the championship trophy. I think it's there's only three in it now. Yeah. Um, then Gisbergen's a full sprint race back, 150 point, well, over 150 points back. Um, yep. Dave Reynolds, as it stands now, is um, third in the championship, over 300 points back. Imagine if he'd scored some points at Winton. Yeah, indeed. But it's, it's yet to be seen, obviously. We don't have a crystal ball, but you'd have to say on the form that Scotty Max in... Got it's his to lose at this point. Yeah, absolutely, and that's just Hang everything. On. Didn't someone say something like that last? At the moment, on form, on form, he's just streets ahead of the field. He's miles in front of his teammate Van Gisbergen. I still don't think that car's right. Yeah, um, I think we've talked about it almost every episode. I still think Van Gisbergen is driving around a car that's not right. Yep, and albeit without wanting to jump into the Sunday race, Win Cup's just either rattled. Something's not right. Uh, the car's not right. There's just something amiss with Wing Cup. Without pumping his tyres up too much, I think um, Dave Reynolds is the only other bloke that's got his shit together, hmm. the same as Scotty does. The yeah, car's yeah. working, he's working, and race race two, the Sunday race, talks all about... It explains how his confidence is carrying him through. Indeed. So, speaking of Sunday, we'll get to that after an old man says something. So we need to go safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags. Welcome to 1976, 
the club experience of a lifetime, Funky Gas Discotheque. DJ Ryan behind the turntables spinning his fully sick tunes. The James Courtney dancers swinging their way around the stage like a Saturday night fever. And who knows, maybe Bieber's music will crash the party, cause goodness knows he will. Yes, come to the club capital of the world, Dandenong South and Funky Guys' Discotheque, where it's always 1977. To the Warbster cast, and uh, for those of you who aren't aware, um, I'm not quite sure where you've been for the last 12 or 13 episodes, but uh, the Warbster and I both have uh, very, very humorous, uh, intelligent, and uh, entertaining Facebook pages. Bullshit! Wait, do you? So, uh, to catch up with the Warbster, www.facebook.com backslash supercar in the singular, insiders in the plural. And um, to catch up with the podcast, DSO, www.facebook.com slash podcast DSO. Sunday, because they didn't have very many support categories, they needed to pad out the day a little bit more, Warbster. So mm-hmm. rather than just have qualifying, they had qualifying and a top 10 shootout. And I'm um, considering Rick got poll. You don't see me complaining. Well, what was interesting in the, uh, in the qualifying for the top 10 shootout... Your boy, you wouldn't see this because um, you were uh, disadvantaged. You had the hours, hours highlights. Um, F***ing Crompton. Yeah, <laughs> Back to what I was saying about the qualifying. Mm-hmm. Your boy, Anton, had it on uh, P1 with yep. about six minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Was comfortable enough that it cemented him into the top ten. Brought it in, saved the tyres, um, had a cool drink. and Cool drink? Wa- watched a couple of people... Uh, Proceed to get in front of him at the end of the, the end of the qualifying, but really, really mad effort. He actually out-qualified Dave mm. uh, in the actual qualifying prior to the top ten. Fluffed his uh, actual shout-out lap a bit, though, but again, it's all it's all experience. It's all time in the seat. It's all the mental pressure. It's all him getting acclimatised to being up front. Absolutely, and quite possibly his first top ten shootout. So, um, mm. you know, we've all got to learn sometime. Oh, yeah. We're 14 episodes in and we've got no idea what we're doing. Hey, we have some idea what we're doing. Alrighty, so Rick got pole with a shootout lap, edging out Scotty Mack. And Warbster, not too many drivers can say that uh, in the last couple of years. No, um, usually in shootout, Scotty's gold, so uh, Rick Absolutely. really got it together. Yeah, your boy. Are you, hang on. Until, you, until, until you, further now, notice. What, what's the current Warbster Rick Kelly status? Are you on or are you off the Rick Kelly bandwagon? I'm on the edge. Oh, I'm on the edge too, mostly from working here with you on this podcast. <laughs> Alrighty, so Dave led the Erebus Charge in fourth next to a resurgent wing cut. Yes, they found a setup. Outside position on the grid wouldn't hurt either. Uh, no. And they're racing. And the top three were swept up by Dave in a belter at the turn one around the outside. He added, that was a brilliant move. Yep, he, um, uh, as he said at the end of the day, mm. he hung his balls out on turn one and he went deep. So, look, and realistically, it is the sign of a driver who's absolutely on his game and he is at one with that race car. And Mm -hmm. I wonder whether those dickheads in the commentary box giving him that cheeky stab earlier in the year about uh, lack of confidence, um, maybe it worked. Something's something or a combination of a lot of things have got that bloke driving that car bloody amazingly at the moment. He, he's in the team that he was born to be in. He's allowed to be himself on television. Yep. He's got the acceptance. Yep. He's got a stable home life. 
Yep. Um, Tahan's been a really good support for him. And the other thing I'd say to you, Warbster, is I wouldn't be surprised if all the other ZB Commodore runners wouldn't mind a, a, a quick sneaky peek at the uh, at the setup sheets from Erebus at the moment. I think the way Roland Dane's been talking lately, he'd certainly like to have a look. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll play you a, we'll play you a grab of uh, of Roland from the Supercars website, and um, Warbster and I both reckon that he's rattled at the moment. You can judge for yourself. Sorry, boys. Uh, it's me, troublemaking again. Sure. Just want to get your summation of the weekend, RD. Looked like you were in a happier space today, pace-wise. What's your executive view of it all? Yeah, it's a qualifying issue. Yeah, we we uh, um, haven't had the qualifying pace, and therefore we pay the price in the in the races. We're fast enough uh, to race at the front, uh, but having to having to fight through. And here, there's a. As you know, there's a particular tyre situation. Alrighty, so back to the race. Uh, Golding, <laughs> funny enough, Andre, Macca and Holdsworth all sputtered off at three after Heimgartner ran out of road. Talent leader as well um, on the outside of Lowndes. Andre 3000 apologised on the radio by saying... I like this. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Perkat and Caruso were in early, and after Reynolds and Rick came in, they were in the mix and not giving up positions for anyone. Dave screamed past Caruso into turn one, while Rick only got the job done on Perkat after a lot of work. Um, and look, and Nick, Nick wasn't driving like a spud at all. Um, no, no. He, uh, I actually don't think. I mean, everyone sort of gives it to Perkat because he didn't really go on to it after winning the uh, Bathurst on debut with Garth. Yep. But you'd have to say that... If the car's underneath him, he can certainly haul it up there. And BJR have sort of stiffs. I know everybody struggled with splitters this year, mm. with one exception, mm-hmm. Erebus. Yeah. Even Roland mm. uh, wasn't too happy. Um, I can tell you right now, I'm glad the crate of headsets got back from McCall because Roland would have been throwing them around Friday after Triple Eight did, yes. did a splitter at Darwin. But yeah, Percat's doing really well, and uh, it, they're just they're going along nicely. You got to look. You got to look at it from the point of view of position in the championship versus how much money they've got in the bank. And Bejar's typically um, punched above their own weight. In the past, it's been Slade that's been the sort of main yep. person to sort of take that forward. But I think Perkat sort of, if there was a number one, you'd almost name him number one at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. So, and Scotty Mack, I oh, gave Perkat a heave home into seven. Yep. Um, and while we're talking about Scotty Mack, he stalked Kelly, but there was a sting in the tail as the heat started to get into the oil system and it started blowing a lot of smoke. Yep. So... Started blowing more smoke than supercars. Um, CEOs in a press conference. Yeah. So look, it wasn't quite Bob Morris and Bathurst nineteen seventy six territory, but Dado had plenty to say about it after the race for not being into the hauled into the pits to be fixed. Wasn't just Dado that uh, suggested that he should have been given the the meatball or the mechanical black flag. Mm. Um, hashtag Somi Watch. Uh, yes. The haters. Sorry. Mm. The the rabid. Holden fans, aka mm. the Penske DJR haters, mm-hmm. were off the scale on social media Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, we get the idea. Yeah. Mm. Do, do, do we want to mention Newcastle just to distract them again? or No. Okay, no, cool. we don't. Okay, no, cool. we'll leave Newcastle alone. Okay. Those results speak for themselves. Indeed. Sadly. Mm. Uh, Caruso back in 40 laps out, uh, so he was out of the game on simply on tyre life alone. Yeah, Caruso's really been compromised by strategy this year. I don't know whether it's because they're giving the lead car, which is more more often than not Kelly, um, precedence on the pit boom, but he's been running some really weird strategies lately and they've not been 
very good for him. Todd could be calling the shots from the pits. It was all willing, but it all shook out. Funnily enough, to Davey, Scotty, and Wincup, who came out of nowhere almost. Mm. Uh, and with Rick. And with your Rick boy in, Rick. Rick in behind. Um, so the usual, usual suspects from uh, the last few races were mostly present, correct? Did Jamie finally stop testing on race weekends? So, 15 to go, and the safety car comes out after another Cam Waters car failure. The third in four races. Warbster, what's this poor young bloke got to do? to get a result. Reynolds walked away from from the field at the restart, helped by Macca being squeezed between him and Scotty Mack. Uh, although full credit to uh, to young Macaulay Jones, he vacated quickly and allowed the pack by cleanly. Yeah, he just got on the outside and said, it's there, boys, off you go. Yep. <laughs> I did hear this uh, mm. when I watched it live. And then uh, coughed up your um, West End. <laughs> yeah, no, ain't, ain't West End that... Uh, at the oh, uh, at the DSO cottage, oh no, hipster beer, whatever. Yeah, yeah correct, mm. correct. It was a uh, it was probably a nice pale ale of some description. Mm. Rick quote Rick is the modern day John Bow, in Mark Scaife's opinion. Oh, he only got rid of the beard. Oh, there's a lot of things I could say to that, mm, mm, mm. but I'm not going to. Yeah. So uh, Pi gets a puncture from contact with Mostert and sound engineer. Both the soccer team and Tickford have been having a horrible mid year. Yeah, I've got a theory about the soccer team's failure so far. Yeah. This will be good. Yeah, this will yeah. be good. Yeah, I've got a theory. Yeah, well, you know how FIFA had all that like controversy with um, uh, like tampering and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I think all of soccer, it's all the same. It's all shonky. It's all connected. It's all shonky. It's all bribery. Well, so I'm... my 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 theory is yeah. because they're the soccer team, mm-hmm. they just they they must be corrupt. Well, given that we're in the middle of the World Cup at the moment. Mm. Based on that theory... Maybe they're spending too much No, no, hang money. on. No, no, based on that theory, if somebody bumped into either Pi or Courtney, they'd roll their car 14 times mm. uh, just to get a penalty kick. Mm. Or if you're in the pits, if the, one of the other crew members, mm. someone else's crew touched their car, mm. the driver would fall out of the car on the road writhing in pain. Mm. Actually, actually, no, they'd get bumped into, yeah. they'd go off the track, mm. they'd roll around, mm. and the other car would get a yellow flag. Mm. Or no, a or, red flag. Oh, only if it's really, really bad. Yeah. Only if they fake it really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about faking it. How do you fake roll a car? Kelly got a bad sportsmanship flag. flag. He must yeah. have touched one of the soccer yeah. team cars. Yeah, yeah. The, si- the sideline judge took him out. Yeah, That's absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but he continued to hold out SVG as long as possible. So, well. Yeah, his blocking was a bit like JB. Yeah, yeah, so he, yeah. May, yeah. maybe he did have a copy of the John Bear Defensive Driving Handbook mm. in the uh, in the glove box, mm. where you reach over, pull it out of the glove box, rip a page and throw it out the window to distract the guy behind you. Mm. Well, it's better than what David Reynolds pulled out at the start of the race, apparently. Mm. <laughs> Alrighty, everything settled down and the gaps all sealed themselves. So we went through to lap 68 before we had the obligatory Tahan signing. Yes. With Dave out in front. Hmm. They must have have held themselves back. Can I just say, they must have run out of things to actually talk about that are important. No, no, no. There is nothing important that they talk about. They talk (laughs) drivel. You need to sit with me next round and Hmm. just watch and listen and you'll turn the sound down like I Well, hang on. I mean, you know, going to distracting things and talking crap when, you know, you've run out of important things to say. That's that, what Will Dayo's misses for. I thought that's what we were for. <laughs> we, yeah, we're, for we're for that after the game. But during the telecast, that's why they've employed Will Dayo's misses. Uh, Windcup emerged. That's right. Yeah. Suddenly on Scotty Max bumper with three to go, but he held off to bank more points. And up in front, 
My boy, Dafford Reynolds, slotted another win. And as the Warbster mentioned earlier, he's back to third in the championship points table. I'm not going to gush over him because... They whoa, are, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because they whoa. are just TCB, my friend. Mm-hmm. TCB. TCB? Taking care of business. Nice. And not working overtime. Rock out. So now into the good, the mere, and the ugly Warbster. Yes, and on that uh, Buckman Turner Overdrive reference, the good Anton. Yep. Not no surprise. I'm going to say that, but yep. yeah, Anton, he's, he's getting closer. Yeah. Scotty Mac is also in the good. Scotty Mac's definitely good. Uh, but then again, he's sort of got a permanent place here at the moment. Mm. Um, Rick now gaining consistency as well as the occasional result. Yep. So, um, Rick. Hey, well, have you re- you didn't you didn't write that? Yes, I did. Go on. Uh, Garth seems yeah. to be able to spring surprises often lately. Speaking of mares, mm-hmm. uh, Tickford's almost assumed the role that Nissan had last year in this category. What do you mean almost? Well, okay, they do have it. I was trying to be charitable. No, there's no charity around here. Okay. I said at the start, earlier in the year, there are the Ford runners. Yep. And, there are, and then there Pesky. are the Penske's. Yep. And they ain't Fords, they're Penske's. Everyone mm. else is driving Fords and they're all blundering around. And Penske are just on their game. It's not necessarily about the most money. It just helps. Next mayor, the soccer team. Yeah. I think Pye's probably the bright spark on that one. And no, I, I think... Even he's struggling. I think the sound engineer summed it up beautifully for a bloke mm. that knows nothing about supercar racing. Well, doesn't watch or it. Or soccer. Or soccer. <laughs> I will not be disparaged. We do every week. Speaking of disparaged, um, James Goldie again. <laughs> uh, yeah, Beeves. Um, I I want I want to love him. I want him to do well. Yep. I really do, but it's just not happening, is it? No, it's not. And I think uh, my other one for a mare mm. would have to be mm. the Slade Dog. Yeah, I reckon, he, I reckon he was better last year. He definitely was. I mean, with um, he and Percat. Um, it was more, much more even. And Macca, Macca was better last year. Oh, Macca was much better last year. I um, don't, I don't know what's happened there. I think he's just got in there, possibly got a little overexcited, or the um, ZB is not quite as easy to tune. Yep. Um, I suspect possibly the ZB might be not quite as easy to tune. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. But anyway, uh, best performance. Hey there, Davy boy, <laughs> yeah, flying around the track so fancy oh, free. Please, <laughs> seriously, I actually reckon. Uh, Hey, I posted Look, that I, as a meme. Yeah, I know you did. I uh, you bit off, Davy. No, no, no. I'm not off, Davy. I'm just I'm keeping it on the lowdown. Hmm. I'm keeping it on the lowdown. I don't want to. Are you? You're like a hipster, aren't you? Now that he's a band, now that there's a bandwagon for Davy, you can't you can't be seen with him. Gonna drop him on Facebook next. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna get an intervention order out on him. <laughs> I reckon. Uh, I think Anton was. For a lot of reasons, but not necessarily his race position finishes. Yes, was yes. to mine was possibly the best performance. Mm. Given that, you're going to mention it for the fourteenth episode in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the only two teammates that seem to be working for each other, not against mm. each other. Mm. I think the other thing to uh, note is uh, Anton is still a rookie, and if we were closing the book on the rookie season right now, oh. Anton would be the best rookie by so much and oh, no one else would be in the be conversation. Like a dollar, he'd be like at a dollar and five at Warbs to bet. Absolutely. That just about rounds out Darwin. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's We're nearly halfway there for the season, Warbster. Mm-hmm. 
I do think it's uh, it's only it's only a, it's only a run of three, and and Dave's clinging on by a fingernail. Mm. Um, I think the other thing, as much note, as I'd love Dave to be the champion, mm. I, I think I want Scotty Mack to be more. Um, and I, I did again go back to Bathurst last year. It only takes one failure. Yep. It only takes but, one fifty wait, cent piece on. to go wrong. Do you hear that? Yeah, the th- do you hear that? What? I hear an old man. So we need to go safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags. Hey bro, I'll just pop into the shell shop and grab a couple of things, okay? Okay. Oh, get us a chocolate bar while you're in there. Yeah, chocolate bar? Okay, alright. Actually, make it a couple, I'm starving. A couple? Okay, alright. Oh, oh, and a paper, and a paper. And a paper too? Okay. Oh, and a drink, something nice and cold. Anything else, Barry? Maybe a jandle? A jandle? What do I want a jandle for? And welcome back to the third part of the Supercar Insiders Warps cast. And great that you didn't drop your phone that time, sound engineer. Yeah. Here is the news. Stop my line. Yep. Hey. Oh, well. I'm sure that's not the first time someone said that on no. uh, Supercars Weekend. The search begins for Miss Supercars Australia. 2018. Joining the ranks of whoever won in 2015. And no, whoever 2015 was, was... Exactly. Katie Stevens. Who the hell's that? Um, I don't know, but she's one of the mentors. Cool. All right. So I just want to know. Mm. So who's Alex Perry? I think you could do it. Alex Perry. Yes. Yeah, you're bald enough. <laughs> oh, <please. laughs> and all their glasses. <laughs> I can read out the wrong winner. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, the cutting room floor sees lots and lots of mistakes. No, no, so on a serious note, mm. Why the if you're an ex, you hang on, if you're an ex supercars competitor mm-hmm. and you're desperate to get back on the supercars grid, mm-hmm. are you allowed to enter Miss Supercars Australia 2018? Hmm. I mean, fitness blogger. Yep. Instagram model. You f-ing stole my line. <laughs> That's because you jump in. <laughs> fitness blogger, Instagram model, uh, high social media profile. If it's oh, pop- I wouldn't say high. If it's popular vote, <laughs> she's all over this. Um, Bring what- back Renee. <laughs> Might be a young person thing. It could be a young person thing. So, mm-hmm. Warbster. I can't believe that the search begins for Miss Supercars Australia is our lead news item this week. I, I can't believe they're doing this considering everyone else is trying to get rid of grid girls. Oh, no, they're not grid girls. Oh, no. They're oh. models. Oh, they're ambassadors, yeah. They're am- MissSupercars.com.au. Mm-hmm. Apparently the site's open and live and you can <gasps> upload your pictures. Can I upload a picture? You can upload whatever you want. It's driven by Unibet. Ooh. Applications now accepted. Announcing a new and innovative program. The Miss Supercars Ambassador Program includes an innovative and educational program. Not only will the ambassadors enjoy the thrilling supercars action on track, this year the team is set to gain crucial education and life skills. Education? Hang on, no, 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 don't stop putting shit on it. Let me finish reading. This is serious for a change. The new program includes personal development, professional workshops, Publicity seeking, sorry, I, I made up seeking. Social media, hang on, that is publicity seeking. Mm. Makeup, catwalk 
and life coaching. So does that mean they take a cat for a walk or is it walk on a cat? No, no, I think it's like one of those fashion things. It's like another, it's it's another aspect. Alex Perry, they do. Hang on. So life coach training. Mm. What, the training? No, 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 just life coach, life coach training. How would you, who would life coach you Mm. to be a supercar ambassador? Courtney. James or Karis? <laughs> Neither. Mm, who would? Who would? Who would? All ambassadors will raise money for Variety, the children's charity. Oh, this this is like Archbishop Macarios. Mm, mm, you know, mm. but put it put a yeah, uh, yeah, put an Archbishop holding the piece of string. It'll take the sin away. Yeah, if we yeah. if we throw a children's charity at it, mm. there's no sin. There's there's no politically incorrectness because. We're not we're not featuring grid girls or semi naked women. Yeah, we're not yeah, exploiting yeah. women. They're charitable ambassadors. They're charitable ambassadors for supercars. Right. They will get a once in a lifetime high octane supercar action experience. On oh, tra- for God's on, sake! On track, on track at the Vo- Vodafone Gold Coast Six Hundred. Let's hope mm. that's before they're off the track before the cars uh, enter, because that would be a once in a lifetime experience. Applications opened. On the 1st of July. That'll be today. Mm. And we'll close on the 31st of July. Can I apply? Voting. Oh, see, voting. It's a popularity contest. I don't know. Not unless you tuck your bits in really well. I, you tell, you, I tell you right now, you need to shave off that stupid looking beard. Um, That's a beard? I, no. Hey, I'm going to email Davey. I reckon Tahan's a go for this. Popularity, popularity contest? Yeah. No, no. As long as she doesn't use all her green tyres, she'll make the top 10 shooter. Tahan's got... She's she's too good for that. Right, Warbster, let's go. Let's go. We've, um, we've, we've done her to death, so to speak. Um, Macaulay Culkin uh, will be back for the bend. Macaulay Jones. Macaulay Jones. Him too. No, um, Macaulay Jones is back for the bend uh, once again. So does that a, mean um, that? Hang on, hang on. So if Macaulay's going to tail and bend, does that mean Mum's home alone? <laughs> <laughs> Greg Murphy will be phoning his home. Kevin! <laughs> oh, Greg Murphy is a bit of a Kevin. No, he's put his name's Kevin. Uh, naming rights for the bend uh, yep. will be known as the OTR Super Sprint. Uh, with on the run, the um, petrol convenience store yes. and uh, the bend. Oh, I've heard of them. Yes. Uh, they have some rather similar ownership. Yeah, in other words, the Sheehan family have decided that um, they'll just sponsor their own supercar race rather than be orphans and have no sponsorship. Yeah. But they can afford it. Well, I suppose they can afford to buy, build themselves a brand new track. So mm-hmm. um, to throwing throwing their own company name mm-hmm. up as sponsorship, uh, as, as round sponsors, nothing really. It's a tax really. writer. Tax? Who pays tax? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, what else you got, Warbster? Uh, well, we've got the uh, D-Max rolling and testing, but we have to uh, hand over to our experts on the Super Ute series, Spanner and Nugget. G'day, mate. Let's go. Yeah, good, mate. Just so I brought, uh, I brought me nephew Scrote along with oh. this today. Oh, g'day, Scrotey. G'day, mate. How you going? Yeah. Hey, Scrote, what did you think of the Super Utes at Winton? Oh, we didn't get to see them because it was too busy waiting in line for 45 minutes getting your Ronk burgers. Well, someone had to buy us burgers. We were the only ones watching the bloody Utes. Hey, you, you, you back on board? Oh, yeah, back on board, mate. 
So you haven't lost your, haven't lost faith? Nah, nah, I've kept the P250. Alright, now good to hear. So, um, uh, the grid's going to be down one at uh, Townsville, just oh, like yeah, years. Yeah, that bloke, he flipped, he flipped his ute. Yeah, he had a bit of a rollover in his ute. Mate, mate, I haven't seen off rollover that good since McAfee and uh, rolled his ute on the site the other week. Yeah, well, we won't be talking about that, will we? You know what works after getting involved. That's true. Sibiots are crap. Nah, nah, mate. They're great. They're on a roll. We're never going to give them up. One of the um, outstanding things that have been popping up in the last couple of days on supercars.com is clearly the fact that we're at mid-semester mm. and all of the kids out of university uh, are doing their internship placements at Supercars. This year, they haven't only got marketing and communication spuds, they've got stats nerds. Lots of them. And graphics nerds. Mm. Because the... Well, so they could give you a run for your money. Because the infographics... And the absolute ridiculousness, as I posted on my page yesterday, greater than 100%. Yeah. Absolutely off tap. So, here we go. This mm-hmm. is 2018's trending drivers. Oh, even geez. using the word trending. They're, they're even using Crompton's Thanks, words. So, who's making and losing ground this year compared to 2017? Mm. So, have a guess who's in P1 this year's 2018 trending driver. Um, is it Caruso? No, it's not correct. No. Uh, it's probably... Well, who, who was shithouse last year and slightly less shithouse this year? There's Kelly. a few of them. Well, he'd be up there, but I'm thinking probably uh, the dancing one. James Courtney. Mm, he mm. is. A, he has a plus 11 net outcome, which means he finished last year in 21st and he's currently in 10th. Um, Closely followed by Nick Percat on plus 7. Sorry, I walked over you then. No problem. I was just going to say, like, Supercars have released a lot of these infographics and new ways of measuring and stuff like that. It's all just bullshit statistics. Yeah. That mean nothing. Basically, I've got got, something to talk about. I've got a good measuring stick for how the drivers are doing. It's called the championship standings. Wow. It's a very traditional method. That's that's pretty old school. The bloke, the bloke that wins gets the most points, except the year Rick Kelly won. Except the year Rick Kelly won, and uh, the bloke that wins the least gets the lowest amount of points. Based on these statistics, Craig Leon, Scott Pye, and Rick Kelly are all having equal seasons. See so what else have we got here? From late last week on Supercars website, mm. Preston Higher Racing has to cross that line with the um, subheading that um, Charlie Schwerkholz saying that uh, Lee Holdsworth has to get his uh, ZB Commodore uh, back in its window. Yeah, so they've got to cross the line mm. to get the ZB back in its setup window. I don't. Oh, think setup they... window. I yeah. thought, oh, I thought they were saying like they had to get it back in through a window because like the door was locked or something. You wouldn't you just use the tailgate loader to get it back in the truck at the end of the weekend? He didn't crash it at Darwin mm, this year. Mm. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. He didn't nearly die. That's no. good. Yeah, no, that's good. Yay, okay. Lee. So, if we go back to that stupid infographic that we were talking about before... Uh, Holdsworth's actually gone down. Holdsworth's gone backwards. Mm. What a surprise. Yeah. What a surprise. Yeah, Holdsworth's gone down quicker than the... um well, no. <laughs> And your mate, Mark Winterbottom's negative eight, but we won't go into that. All right, Warbster, I think we're scratching for news because we're, we're a three-week break between uh, events. 
let's have a bit of a look at the Op Minion Poll. Yes, the Op Minion Poll has uh, run once again. It's been run and won to a certain extent. So, Warbster, after you and I regaled everybody last episode with our top five touring car slash supercar drivers, yep. uh, you threw it open to the Op Minion Poll on your Facebook page. Indeed, but indeed. let's give the sound engineer the opportunity to give us his... Top five. Sound engineer, over to yep. you, starting from number five. Number five? Yep. Wing Cup. I reckon Wing Cup's, he's done, he's done pretty well for himself. He won the championship last year. He's won it plenty of years. That'd be seven altogether. Seven altogether. Yep. Well, there you go. You can be the stats nerd today. <laughs> Unlike going. me, who's the stats nerd every day. Keep going. <laughs> number four, mm. Lowndes. I yeah. like him. He's a lovely okay. dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. You've he's, met him. I know yeah. you've met him. He's salt. He sold plenty of t-shirts, and he shall continue to sell t-shirts. Yes. And he's been in it for a long time. Yeah, oldest man in the field. Yeah. Uh, number three. Number three, Mostert. He okay. Do- he drives in a lot of different stuff. He drives production. He drives GT. Yep. Yep. All-round touring car yep. driver, I suppose. All-round touring car yep. driver. Anything with a roof, he can drive it. Pretty much. Yep. yep. Into uh, a wall, into another car. <laughs> <laughs> number two. the 12 hour. Yeah. Number okay, two. the second sector of Bathurst isn't his thing. But <laughs> no, yeah, no. Anyway, and we're distracting the sound engineer. Yeah. Number two sound engineer. Number two, David Reynolds. Yeah? Yeah. Lovely dude. Yep. He's, done, he's had some yeah. recent success. Hey, is, is that the DSO's handwriting? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't fall far. Keep going. No, and number one, mm-hmm. McLaughlin. Righto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? I think, Why? Well, the day the day he opened, the day his first drive, I loved him. He, he finished second and he, and, he, and he brought up the Jandal meme. And, um, and ever since then, he's been driving all right and then very well. Mm-hmm. He's the quickest person in the field at the moment. Mm-hmm. He's got a whole lot of raw talent and a whole lot of brains to back it up. Oh, can't, I can't disagree with any of those uh, no, sound engineers. No. Um, I suppose, given your tender years, I don't, I'm not surprised by your picks, but uh, there's no rules around it. It doesn't, uh, doesn't mm-hmm. have to be anything in particular. But um, hey, there's some very good uh, reasoning amongst that, and uh, thank you for uh, sharing that with us. Now Absolutely. we throw it open to the uh, minions out there in Facebook land. So we'll begin with Sean Michael Beggs. I remember the day the gym minion in the skyline called out for newbie in the team, Mayfi, and introduced us. Then told Mayfi to look after us flaggies as we volunteer so they can race, which absolutely true there. And uh, a big hello to the chubby wombat uh, who's moved from being a flaggy to a race driver to a race commentator in the, the last few months there, Sean. Mm. Big shout out to, uh, to, to my old mate Shawnee from, uh, from Queensland. Who else you got, Warbster? Let's go with uh, a familiar name to anyone with uh, an, an eye on the media of, of uh, the past, uh, Barry Naismith. Uh, we're not going to give you all 10. Uh, they're well worth the prices of entry if you do look it up, but we'll just give you a couple. Gary Rogers for telling my son not to get into motorsport. Prefers soccer today. Smart kid. Yes, smart on your wallet too there, Bez. <laughs> Alan Jones for being so nice when working on a feature with him. So shocked. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, Colin Bond for telling me to keep a secret. He bent his rally escort in a bit of an action shoot in the forest and told me not to tell anyone. <laughs> nice. I hope you're um, going to go with seven. Oh, Harry Firth for showing me the life drawing of his nieces in his bathroom. Not sure what that's all about. <laughs> no, I think I can join the dots, Wolfster. Fair enough. Dick Johnson for telling me I had small hands. Quite pleased with that. Small hands. What's that all about? Yeah, Barry, if you want to send us an explanation for Must that, that's be a good. Queensland thing. <laughs> 
Uh, um, I won't give you the whole ten, as I said, but the last one I'll bring up is uh, Peter Brock, the only bloke I interview who lost it when I asked an impertinent question. Probably something about how many extra horses you get from Orgone Energy. Oh, Barry. Oh, Barry. And uh, that reminds me, if you do want to know about the uh, Polarizer scandal, it is on Touring Cast episode 3. Yes. And do you know Barry's next colleague of mine? Uh, we we did work together at, uh, at the establishment many years ago. Okay. Next one down, uh, Dan Corbett. Uh, you guys picked all mine, so I can only add one name, Glenn Seaton. Uh, I'm a diehard Holden fan, but he left a big impression on my 12-year-old self when he slid the skyline at Bathurst in 1987. Mm. Then he goes on to talk about the Valspring in 95, which um, everyone... Nine laps, 50 cent part. Well, not quite 50 cents. Mm. Speaking of cents, uh, Jamie Jordan, he's uh, my five cents worth. He's got Captain Peter Jansen. Imagine how good he would have been had he put more time in. And he also noted, and I, I probably don't disagree with that. Imagine, imagine Jansen as a professional driver, mm. not just a uh, gentleman playboy racer. Gentleman playboy racer who I don't know where he got all his money from. Jeez, there is a story there, and I'm never going to say it on air. Okay. Uh, and he created one of the most enduring partnerships in Australian motorsport, the mm. Marlboro HDT. Yes. Yeah. Had a very similar thoughts to you on Larry Perkin, Alan Grice, uh, John Harvey. Yeah, so one that I was aware of that mm. uh, that Jamie brought up. Not a lot of people know what Slug did outside HDT. He mm. survived the killer years of Sydney Speedway, yep. as, as did Sir Jack Brabham. Mm-hmm. Um, sports cars, open wheelers for Bob Jane. He was the man of Holden uh, HDT special vehicles and, yep. the mob, and the mobile HDT era before it all hit the fan. Yep. Mm. Yeah, he and look, Slug really was the unsung one of the unsung heroes at uh, at HDT. Yeah, one who probably, I mean, the only one won Bathurst. But if um, Brock hadn't been around for a lot at that time, he probably would have got a few more. He mentioned Alan Moffat, professionalism with a capital P, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, Honorable mentions: Fred Gibson, which I'd go along with. Yep. DJ Craig Lounge, Ped Brock, Jim Richards. 11 or 14. Oh, sorry, 11 or 14. David Speedy Thexton. <sighs> okay, that's got to be the first time that um, David Thexton's made a top five list of anything. But anyway. Mm. Next up, uh, Enoch Powell. <laughs> right. Not sure when a British, when a former British politician came back from the dead, but um, thank you for contributing, Enoch. Dick Johnson, Alan Moffat, Marcus Ambrose, John Bowen, Glenn Seaton. So I'd suspect our friend Mr. Powell's a bit of a Fordist. Finally, Vander. Catanzariti. Hope I got that correct, Vander. Brocky, Bruce McPhee, Jim Richards, Glenn Seaton, Dick Johnson, John Bow, and Craig Lowndes. Bruce McPhee, there's an odd one. Absolutely one from the vault. Probably a contemporary of Harry Firth. um, Won the 1968 Bathurst 1000 in a car purely down to his preparation. Yep, absolutely. The the quote-unquote factory Holden team made a lot of mistakes in their preparation. If it wasn't for Bruce McPhee... Holden wouldn't have won on debut with a V8. Absolutely not. Alrighty. So, big thanks to everyone who contributed. Um, you can read the rest of the um, responses on the Facebook page. I believe it's a few stories down now, but lots of good answers. And again, big thanks to everyone who participated. We'll uh, come up with another Op Minion poll very shortly. No worries. Apparently there's a supercars race on next weekend. Uh, yes. Um, to answer um, Barry's obvious question, yes, there is a race on. 
Yes. Is, uh, is there a race on Barry? Can you please tell us? Yes. So, but um, before we talk about the what pack Townsville 400, we need how to get they, to the important stuff. How do they call a construction company and is sponsoring a race? Concert. Oh. This is the link I want to click, Warps. Oh, there. yes. Concerts. There's oh. nothing more important than a concert. Warps, that we've neglected to mention. We're mm. reaching the halfway point of the championship. I think you've mentioned that about as many times as they did on the, um, <laughs> on the um, coverage last uh, time around. Righto. Anyway. So, concert. Yes, uh, as reported earlier this year, the Townsville organisers went with uh, youthful entertainment for the Friday and Saturday nights. Mm, yes. Um, Friday sees the Gold FM playlist begin with the Hoodoo Gurus. What's my scene? And the Baby Animals. For those of you that know, if only I could remember the lead scene of the Baby Animals. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I thought it was the super... Easy to marchy. Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, there's, there's an in joke there for, for uh, you know for the hundred people that listen to this podcast that are our mates. Mm. You uh, you should know what my joke is. I thought there were only a hundred people that listen to the podcast. Shh. Right, we're into triple figures now. Awesome. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the Hoodoo Gurus are um... Dave Faulkner and uh, and yep. and some session musos because none of the original band are left with him. Yes, but um, I'm but they're sure... still the Hoodoo Gurus. I love the Hoodoo Guru singer. Mm. Mm. Uh, there's a yes, shout out to the 12th man. the 12th man, thank you. And, um, we need to get more 12th man in this absolutely, podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Do, do you reckon man. we can ring him and get him to do a guest? Oh, for God's sake, no. All right. <laughs> he, he doesn't, he, he's, he's got more important things to do. Really? Probably. I probably do too. Yeah. After that, Saturday stunning night. sensation, Saturday night. But they're not playing. No, who is playing? Farnsey! Farnsey! John Farnham is uh, staying retired on the last time until the next time retirement tour, mm-hmm. um, which is his 20th retirement tour. He's going to have a retirement tour from retirement tours soon. <laughs> Sound engineer. Who's? One of your favourites. My favourites. One of your favourites. The young people's favourite. The young, young people's, people's favourite. Who is it? Daryl Braithwaite. Big Dazza! It's going to be huge! I reckon he's going to play one song. Yeah, one song. For two 14, hours. 14 <laughs> times over. He'll, that, do, he'll do a, He'll play one song and then he'll do a thirteen-song encore yeah. of the same song. Yeah. <laughs> How's that? Horses. Oh, sorry, wrong song. <laughs> anyway, oh yes. Uh, well, we should probably get into racing. Race? There is racing. some racing going on here. Apparently, yeah. there is. Okay. All right, Warbster. So the Townsville Wattpack tenth anniversary, three hundred and twenty-seven or whatever it is. Three to look out for. Three to look out for Anton. Oh, damn you. I had to get him before you for once. Well, he's your boy. Exactly. Yep. I'm going to go with my other boy, Rick. Yep. Uh, one of the Red Bull cars is going to uncork. Mm-hmm. And I'm leaning towards it being Win Cup. He's back. I think he will be... I, think, I don't think he'll be on top or dominant by any stretch of the imagination, but yeah. I think he'll be up in contention far more than he has been lately. Alrighty. Uh, three to look out for, for me... Um, well, Anton, you've stolen him. He's mm. um, he'll probably be in the three to look out for for the rest of the year, unless he puts the car upside down at some stage. Mm. Um, well, he's not in the super yet. No, one to look out for. You're right. I think Craig Lowndes might be the uh, might be the T8 car to look out for this weekend. Yeah. Okay. It can't be a coincidence that Rick Kelly is going so well. So I'll throw Rick into the one to look out for. Okay. Good. Um, you start. You starting to come around to my way of thinking. Uh, That's good. I please. like that. And you've both stolen all of my picks because, first of all, I was going to say Kelly. Yes. Yep. 
And then I was going to say Winker. Yes. For obvious reasons. Mm. And then I was going to say Shane Van Giesberg. Well, we didn't say Shane Van Giesberg. Yeah, you can have that one. Oh. Yeah. You need to pay more attention. And we actually did really... Actually, actually, if you look, listen back to the last episode, we actually did really well last time. So yep. we were pretty much on the mark. We pretty we're much getting, on the mark, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're either getting better at this or something else is going wrong. One from, the, one from the heart, Warbster. This is this is a really, really heart pick because Tickford's having a horrible year, but Cam Waters... Yeah, okay. I really, I do really hope he can turn it around because his reputation and future is being trodden on, and it's not his fault. I'll throw you a scenario, mm-hmm. a little bit like Jack Perkins, his first year at Tickford, mm. where he hadn't had the experience in the car of the future, mm. and his he essentially had his full time career ruined because mm. of a bad year. Yeah. Um, well, I think he was starting from the car park in some races. Oh, he was that far yeah. yeah. And yeah. that wasn't a steward's decision either. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that. My heart mm. pick, Anton. You're still stealing my boy. Well, I'm allowed to have a heart pick. All right, okay, okay. okay. Sound engineer, one from I'd the heart. i see Mostert win. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in your it's top been, five. Well, it's so. been a while. Been a, been a very long yeah. time. i see him stick it up there. Yeah. So, like, uh, that's, that's Tickford's fault. That's not Mostert's fault. And, and, uh, and obviously, for the, all the same reasons as the Warbster. And your head says, Warbster? Well, well who, who else is it going to be? Scotty Mack. Scotty Mack? Yeah. Sound right. engineer? Yeah, I agree. Scotty Mack. Dave. <laughs> you know, that's that's I knew that was coming. Picks, Kept it on the lowdown all episode. <laughs> so, anyway, so, so that's okay. the final word on Townsville. So um, you'll be able to catch that on uh, your subscription service. We're not allowed to say Foxtel because they don't sponsor the show. From Thursday through till Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that's us. I'm the Warbster. I'm the DSO. And I'm back for now. The sound engineer. And uh, if you want to catch up with the DSO, of course, uh, www.facebook.com backslash podcast DSO. If you want to catch up with the Warbster, www.facebook.com backslash supercar insiders. And if you want to ha- catch up with the um, sound engineer, probably, <laughs> probably, probably just hang out outside of school. Anyway, probably. Or hit him up on if Snapchat. If you can find me. If you can find him on Snapchat. Or Instagram. Insta. Yeah. Oh. That's what all the young people are. Man. And now that you've turned off 50% of our audience, uh, that's us. Hopefully uh, some late Minotaur will be playing in the background. Big uh, thanks to the lads for uh, giving us uh, permission to use their song. And we are out.